Hello my unapologetic beauties, welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Her, hosted by yours truly, Natalie Nadine. Unapologetically Her is a podcast created to not only tackle all things female and urban pop culture, but to empower, embrace, and educate the women of today's society. Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetically Her, the podcast that's for her by her. And for today's episode, this is going to be another one of those episodes where these two things are nothing alike, but I feel that they need to be addressed. First off, I want to start with the passing of Chadwick Boseman. I send my love, prayer, and condolences to his loved ones, his family, his friends, and his fans. As you may know, and if you don't, the actor passed away on August 28th of colon cancer. But if you've been reading the articles, if you've been listening to the news, then you know that he was a true example of you are your only limit. Within the last four years, he filmed Black Panther. Like, come on now. He filmed Black Panther. He portrayed Jackie Robinson. He portrayed James Brown. He did so many appearances, movies, televisions, interviews, charity work. So much more than we saw in the news, in the everyday media. He was a representation for young black boys. This was someone that not only because he was Black Panther, but just as a man who did not technically look like your typical Hollywood norm. This was a person that young boys can look up to because he looked like them, he acted like them, he talked like them, his hair was like them. This was someone that they can look at and be like, I see myself in this person. So not only is it a loss for Hollywood, but it's a loss for the black community and the young black men, even black females who look up and said, this is someone that looks like my dad or my brother, my uncle, my son. Chadwick Boseman was that guy. He also showed that we need to push ourselves, not push ourselves out of bad health, but we need to push ourselves to go after what we believe in, what we want, what we want to fight for, what burns in your soul, what drives your passion. We need to live the life that we want so we don't end up dying in regret. He seized those movie roles. He made those guest appearances. He did those charity works. He did the things that fulfilled his life his dreams, his mission. Hearing his story and knowing that he passed away without people knowing what was going on, to know that he fought cancer for the last four years but lived out his dream, truly showed that we need to seize every moment like it's our last. We don't know what tomorrow holds. Tomorrow is never promised. But use today to your full advantage and seize the moment. You don't want to wake up one day wishing and thinking about what what could have been, what could have done differently. You don't want to think about the shoulda, coulda, wouldas because you can't change it. You cannot go back in time. You don't want to be on your deathbed wishing that you had just one more day or just one more chance. Today is that day and today is that chance. Use it, seize it, embrace it, love it. 
So many things can go bad, but so many things can go right. We need to start looking at the glasses half full and not half empty. We need to get up and do the things that we said that we would do. What are we waiting for? Why are we waiting till tomorrow, next week, next month, next year? We don't know if that's promised. We don't know if that's coming to us. We don't know what God, the universe, depending on what you believe in, we don't know what it has in store for us. So treat each moment and each day like it's your last. But aside from that, we also need to put an emphasis on getting our checkups, going to the doctor, and I am preaching this right back to myself. We need to go for our checkups. We need to get tested. We need to make sure that we take care of our health because who's going to do it for us? Last but not least, this also showed me that we need to be careful of who we have around us. Can we just acknowledge the fact that nobody from his family, his friend group, nobody leaked to the media that he had cancer for four years? Not one picture of him in chemotherapy. There was that last picture where everyone kind of criticized his look because he was looking too thin. But even then, nobody knew the truth. Nobody knew what was going on. So look to see who's in your circle because those are the kind of people you need who understand that your business is your business. Your story is your story to tell. It's not mine. I'm here to support you. I'm here to be here for you, not make a buck off of you, not here to expose you, use you. Cha, I want to know how he picked that friend group. We need a lesson on that. But overall, I just want to say rest in peace to not only a talented, gifted actor, but a wonderful human being. I hope that you love what you're hearing so far. Stay connected by not only listening to the podcast, but you can watch the recordings on the YouTube channel, Unapologetically Her Podcast, and follow the podcast on Instagram, at Unapologetically Her, and at Unapologetic underscore UH on Twitter. If you want to connect with me personally, your host Natalie Nadine, follow me at Natalie Nadine on all three social media platforms. Now, remember when I said I had two topics today and they were nothing alike? Well, we're going to switch gears. Now, as you may know, well, at least I hope you know, for many of you, it's the first week of school. For many of you, your daughter, your son, your children are going back to school this week. Whether they went back Tuesday, whether they're going back today. Ooh, (laughs) wow. Let's try that again. Whether they went back on Tuesday, whether they are going back today, whether they went back last week or last month, school is in session. The pandemic can only, can keep us in only for so long. Now, mind you, I've always wanted to do one of these little advice videos for all the new grade 12 students, all the new college and university freshmen. This is your year embrace it taking all the lessons that life has to offer for the next what eight to ten months 
but I'm going to start off with the grade 12s. Now, mind you, I was in grade 12, let's say six years ago. It's been quite some time. Now, when I think back to my time in grade 12, there were some things that I'm like, you know what? I did well. And there were also some things where I'm like, mm, we could have changed a little one too. Now, based on personal reflection, here's my advice to you. First things first, there's a bit of a reality check. Know your friends. Understand that you definitely have some true friends in your circle, but you also have some friends who are your friends only because you see them five days a week. So really start to analyze, don't criticize or overanalyze, but kind of analyze your friends. Figure out who are your true friends and who's, who's your friends just because they're there, just because you're there. Make sure you are in class, you are in classes that are tailored to your future. If not, switch now. I wish I followed that advice. I had this one class. Oh my gosh. Child, I I'm not a foods nutrition cooking person. I dreaded that class. I would fall asleep watching the videos, the teacher, me and her just, you know, we just never saw eye to eye. And I knew my future had nothing to do with nutrition and culinary arts in it. Why I was in that class and wasted 10 months of my life, I'm not quite sure. So do not waste your time. If you have the opportunity to change classes and get something that you're truly passionate about that you would enjoy doing the homework for, find that class and switch now. There's nothing worse than pretty much feeling like you're wasting your time for the next 10 months in a class that you don't have a love and appreciation for. Next, get involved with clubs, sports, do some volunteer work. Understand time management is everything, so don't get involved in too much, but figure out what you truly love to do and get involved. Also, YOLO, try something different. This is your last year of high school. This is the last year of you technically being a child. This is the last year of you having this sense of freedom and discovery. Now, I remember in my grade 12 year, I decided to do, you know, curling. Now, mind you, for the last three years prior, I always criticized people for doing curling. I'm like, what is curling? Like, you're sweeping a rock? on ice like what is that but grade 12 came along and I'm like you know what I want to get involved more I want to expand my horizon so like Drake I decided to YOLO it and I went and did curling and let me tell you that was the most fun I've ever had it was cold and we know I don't like the cold no no but it was fun also you know you get to get you got out of class a little bit during the day, <laughs> but it was fun. I might not do it again. However, I'm happy that I gave it a chance. You really don't know if you love or hate something unless you truly try it. Next thing is don't skip class. I know it can be boring sitting there, the textbook, the teachers. However, this is the year to buckle down. This is the year to persevere and push through it and realize you have a goal in mind. 
you have somewhere to be in the next 12 months. So buckle down, don't skip class, do what you have to do to get by. Also, take the first couple weeks of the school year and plan out your life. You know, like Tamar, get your life. Yeah, plan out your life, time management. Figure out the schools you want to apply to. Figure out the programs you want to apply for. This is not the year to wing it. And I know us millennials, we pride ourselves on winging it. We're just going to fly by. Everything will work itself out. Please don't. That's honestly, I think, the worst thing you can do. Take the time to plan out your life. Figure out what you want to do. Of course, things happen. Your mind changes. Things change. But at least have a plan. At least have a layout that you can refer to and be like, am I on the right track? Am I up to date with where I want to be, with what I want to do? If not, how am I going to get there? Have a plan. Next thing, focus on your goals, but do not overstress yourself. And I speak from experience. Focus on your goals. Do what you have to do to get there. Maybe if it takes some time for yourself, maybe you have to seek out other resources, seek out help. However, focus on your goals, but do not overstress yourself. I remember towards the end of grade 12, I was becoming so stressed with assignments and projects and acceptances. I stressed myself so much to the point where I became sick on prom night. Like, who does that? How does that happen? The biggest night of your life. Good thing my prom wasn't all that exciting. (laughs) But the biggest night of your life. And I stressed myself out to the point where I got sick the day of. I still went because your girl paid for a dress that came from overseas and she paid for a ticket. So best believe she was going but I did not get to enjoy myself to the max like my friends did. And I was so disappointed. But hey, if you plan ahead and you have a goal in mind and you figure out how to reach it before that time comes, you won't be stressed. Well, at least I hope not. Also, the biggest tip I can give you, well, one of the biggest, but I feel like this is the biggest, avoid all possible drama child trust me i've had my fair share in high school avoid the drama even when i try to avoid drama it finds me i don't know like a moth to a flame i don't know if i'm the moth or the flame (laughs) however i try to be unproblematic i promise you but regardless avoid all drama as much as possible learn to pick your battles not everything needs a reaction not everything needs your defense but at the same time if you feel this is the moment this is the situation where you need to speak up for yourself then do so but pick your battles wisely you don't want to sit here stressed out for something that's not going to matter five days five weeks five months or five years down the line if it doesn't match up to those fives forget about it let it roll off your shoulder If they want to stay mad, if they want to stay stressed, that's a them problem. That is not a you problem, sweetheart. Next thing, do not procrastinate. And I'm like, like, what's it called? The pot calling the kettle black? Yeah, 
I am the queen of procrastination. However, do not procrastinate. You will see how quickly this year will pass you by. Do what you have to do to stay on top of things. Again, this goes back to time management, organization, creating a plan. Actually use that free agenda that they give you at the beginning of the school year. I'm someone who doesn't use an agenda past like the first week, which is probably why I would forget most of my assignments. <laughs> but use that agenda. Plan out your life and do not procrastinate. You will see how quickly those deadlines and assignments creep up on you. You do not want to sit there every other week pulling an all-nighter. Child, trust me, it's going to age you and give you those bags. I will know. So don't do it. <laughs> last but not least, enjoy this last year of school. Well, last year of freedom-ish, not your last year of school. But you know, like blackish, Yeah, freedom-ish. Enjoy this last year of freedom. <laughs> this is the last year before you really enter adulthood. And if you think this is hard, child, give it another five years. Mm-mm. Shit's about to get real. Now we're going to take a turn and fast forward. Hello, my college and university freshmen. Welcome to adulthood. <laughs> I don't know how, how else to say it, but welcome to adulthood. Now, when I think about my university experience, mind you, I went to York University. I majored in communications and I minored in French. I was in school for five years. I have spent thousands of dollars that I will never get back. However, if the Lord said, here's a time machine, I'm going to give you one chance to do it over again. These are the things I would do. Now, this is not so much advice, but a recommendation. If you can afford it, don't break your pocket. But if you can afford it, try to live on res for like at least a year. Now, here's my thing. I'm not saying to live on res because, oh my gosh, I don't have to live with my parents. I don't have to follow any rules. Like, freedom. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> That's not what I mean by living on rest. Why I said it's a good opportunity and a good experience to live on rest, and this is from talking to other friends who lived on their own while in university. It builds character. It teaches you about priorities, about responsibility. It really brings you into adulthood full circle. You better make sure your rent's on time. You have to take care of your groceries. You have to maintain your health. All those things that your parents would do for you, check up on you with, you know, watch over you. You are doing that for yourself. You are now a full-grown adult living on your own. It's time to take up responsibility. It's time to be there for you and not expect other people to be there for you. So I would say to live on a res just to have that Full, full circle experience, I guess you can say. Next thing, now we're actually talking about advice. Class is your top priority. Yes, I know, sometimes they don't take a attendance. Sometimes the lecture is as big as 200 people. However, class is your top priority. Time management is your top priority. Unlike high school, in college and university, depending on the class, depending on the program, 
the professors are not there to watch over you, track you down, make you stay on top of things like they are in high school. You know, if you miss a class in high school, you're getting that call home. So-and-so was not in class today for period three on September 10th. Da-da-da-da-da. They don't do that in in university. They call your name. You're not here. All right, cool. That's a, that's a percentage um, deducted from your final mark. So keep that in mind. And let's be honest, you are paying for this. Why would you want to miss it? Understand, after all the money I paid, better make sure I am in class taking in every single piece of information that I can. Whether I need it or not, at least I'm there. And if I'm not going to pay attention, at least record the lecture and take a little nap. I don't know. But class is your top priority. But along with that, try to make a study buddy in each class. Now, I know it's hard if you're like me and an introvert. And mind you, I was very shy. I didn't really talk to people while I was in school, which I regret. But my thing is, try to make a study buddy or study group. You guys help each other with the assignments. You guys are able to exchange notes. If you decide to not show up to class one day and you have this study buddy, at least they can pass along the notes to you and you're not left to scramble for yourself. Having a study buddy or study group helps with the understanding of the material, staying at the top of your game. It's okay to have support. It's okay to ask for help. As long as it's positive and you both are helping each other and not using one another. Next piece of advice, get involved. And this is just like high school, except you need to be more aware of what you're getting involved with. Choose your activities, choose your clubs, choose your sports wisely. Time management is everything. Now, mind you, I feel like in high school, you kind of had your set time slot and schedule when it came to sports. You knew it was going to be like after school, 3 to 4.30 on X, Y, and Z days. You knew this club was meeting at this time, X, Y, and Z days. Kind of in post-secondary, I feel like not so much sports because I never played sports. I can't really speak on experience. But when it comes to clubs, times times are able to change. Days can change. You kind of don't really know when things are going to happen. So I feel like pick the clubs and the sports that mean the most to you. That you are going to be okay with them taking up your time. Because child, trust me, it can run longer than you think. (laughs) But definitely get involved. This is another way to meet new people, to meet your tribe. But everything ties back into time management. Make sure if you're going to take on these activities and clubs and volunteer work, Make sure that you are carving out the time needed to enjoy those things, but to also get your work done and to take care of yourself as well. Next thing, study, study, study. Stay on top of your readings and assignments. Whew, child, again, speaking from personal experience, you do not want to be cramming 12 weeks of reading into a couple nights prior to the exam. Oof, I get chills just thinking about that. Oof, flashbacks. Oh, God. <laughs> and here's my thing. I don't understand why people think they'll never get caught because they always do. 
Just when you think you won't get caught, you will. Do not. Don't even attempt to plagiarize. I rather, I feel like if I had a child, I'm like, I'd rather you get a D than to take credit for someone else's work. At least I know you did it. And at least I knew, at least I know it came from your brain and not somebody else's. You can't fly by using other people's work. I know in high school, you know, you used to have that one friend be like, psst, psst, like, let me copy a note real quick. Yo, 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 what's the answer? Yo, can you, can you help me type this out real quick? I know it was so much easier in high school. It's not the same in college and university. These professors and teachers' assistants are double-checking, fact-checking, using all electronic system in the book to make sure that your work is legit and it's 100% coming from you. So if you're even thinking about plagiarizing, go on to the next thought. Figure out what your note-taking method is. Now, I'm very old school, honey. I appreciate a good notebook, pen, paper. Like, I'm that girl. However, if you're a fast typer, maybe you want to carry a laptop around. I suggest, though, figure out from early what's the best method for you to take your notes. That way you're not missing anything important in class in the weeks to come. Also, get to know your professor. Develop a connection with them, an appropriate connection. <laughs> Just wanna make sure I put that out there. Most are there to actually help you and not intimidate you. Speak with them and work with them. Now, I've, I think I've spoken about this course before, but I was in a French course. I dropped it the first year I took it, the second year, I was about to fail it, and I'm like, I am not having this on my transcript. So I dropped it like at the very end, and then third time's a charm. However, I spoke with the director of the French program. I spoke with the teacher that I was having third time around, and I told her my experience. And I'm so happy that I did because she worked with me. She advised me the best ways to study, how to study, she set me up with a tutor. She made sure that I got the resources and the help that I needed to make sure I not only passed the course, but I also got to graduate on time. So try to build those connect connections with your teachers and your professors. I've had other teachers where, and I know it's not that easy because I've had other teachers where they could care less. It's like, oh, well, that's a you problem, not a me problem. And they don't try to help you. They don't try to it's like they don't want you to succeed it's like they are there for the pay and the vacation days but you will have those good-hearted teachers who will help you wholeheartedly who will make sure that you get the best educational experience and that you succeed at the end of the day they don't want to see you fail they don't want to see you spend more money than need be so kind of seek out your professors Study them, figure out their personality, and try to form a connection with them. It can go a long way. Now, something I wish I did, and I never did, and I wish I did. Put yourself out there and try to meet new people. I was coming from a high school where I knew almost everybody in the building. 
I was cool everybody, never had no problems. And then I went to university where it was literally like an episode of a different world, but not in a good way. <laughs> I didn't know anyone. I had one friend from high school. But again, we were also doing different programs, so I didn't get to see her that much. But I went to York and I'm just like, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to commute there, go to class and commute right back home. You're lucky if I stayed back to do some work in the library. Scratch that. Put yourself out there. Meet new people. Find your tribe. You could I could have met my best friend there. And now we'll never know, will we? Because I've graduated. And because I was too shy and self-conscious thinking about what are people going to think about me. I never took the chance. I never took that step. Another thing I would advise you with is it's okay to seek help and use resources. And I think a lot of us are a little too prideful to the point where we're like, okay, I don't need it. I don't want to ask for it. Shall I had one friend. She made sure she was in the advisor's office like every week, figuring out resources, asking all the questions. She made sure she got her money's worth and I applaud her. You are paying to be there. Why would you not ask for the resources? Why would you not use it? It's there for your convenience. However, you might have to do some research as well. All the resources are not just going to show up in your face and be like, ooh, pick me. <laughs> Sometimes you really have to do the research and figure out what it is that you're looking for, who do I need to contact, where do I need to go to. So keep that in mind as well. Last but not least, stay true to you. This is not a time for you to create a fake alter ego version of yourself. This is a time where stay true to who you are and the right people will embrace you. The right people will be friends with you. You will find your group of friends and you will find your tribe. Understand, post-secondary is filled with people from all walks of life. There's no need to put on an act. There will be someone who matches your flow and matches your style and that can be your best friend, that could be your new boo, that could be your man, your lady, you don't know. But you want to make sure at the end of the day you are presenting your true authentic self. Well, that concludes today's episode. You see, these two things weren't alike, but I feel like they came together in the end. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any comments, questions, or podcast topics, Hit me up on social media at unapologetically here on Instagram and at unapologetic underscore UH on Twitter. Also, don't forget you can listen to the podcast on various platforms, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Once again, thank you all for listening. Hopefully, you'll tune in for a new episode. Much love. Peace.